What's up, people? Yo. Wednesday night, Tommy. Here we are. We are here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the room podcast, mm-hmm. man. It is uh, not as hot as it was last week in this fucking place, No, right? it was kind of sweaty. A little, a little more comfortable We got some week. air moving. We didn't have the door open. It was like stale air back and forth. That's all right, though. You know, other. it's like, you know, it's, it gives us uh, more time to uh, bask in each other's uh, glory. We had just done that. I at, know. At... Um, Trifles. Yeah, I just come back from jujitsu. Sweating in fucking three hundred yeah. degree uh, jujitsu. So this class. is nothing. This is this is like well, fucking... it is something because you come in here like fucking already like the sun <laughs> ready to burning, yeah. fucking burning. Is my face red? Um, no, yeah, not really. You heated this place up last uh, week. Oh, always. So you went tonight also. Always. Fucking eighty-five degrees. Did you mention tonight? No days off. Eighty-five it, degrees. Is there the a thermometer in there, there so is. everyone knows? Yeah, yeah. it's eighty-five, yeah. pretty steadily. If, if it gets to a certain degree, uh, has it ever gotten to a certain hot spot that they said everyone out? Sure. Last year um, and this year, they, they canceled some of the kids' classes, but not the adults yet. And oh, yeah. They, we all show up. We don't care. Drink some water. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink some, some water. Get some, some electrolytes in you. Drink some fucking water. So, uh, my man, uh, it's been a week since uh, we were in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what happened over the over the week. Uh, do you UFC, remember? right? Holly Holm. Yeah, Holly Holmes got yeah. choked up with yeah, a yeah. standing whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, front guillotine? What the hell was that? Yeah, that was kind of like a 10-finger fucking standing fucking underneath weird. the chin. Yeah, right? Like, she's how does that happen? She's that long. happens to white belts and fucking uh, and, to blue, uh, and blue belts yeah, and fucking uh, first she's, class. She's a striker. She's more a uh, boxer kicking and stuff, so long legs, long neck. Fucking grab that neck. She's got Good stuck night. there, man. Four, she's 41 a, years old. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to retire. I don't know. That looked pretty easy. You know what I mean? I always it wasn't, liked her. It wasn't even a struggle. No. Nope. All right, done. <laughs> that was quick. Fuck, man. We'll see. I've I'm, I'm always been a Holly fan, so, you know. Oh, I love her. Yeah, yeah. Deborah, you know. She's held my head before. Remember that? You wish. Uh, she has. My <laughs> I cardboard know. Um, well, uh, it's some huge shit last night with Rico DeShula uh, getting the first win. Oh, yeah, for, for the, Connors team. For Connors team. Yep, yep. I didn't Inglater, watch it, but I always... Boston kid. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I usually watch it fucking a week later or sometimes during this shit. So it was good. Yeah, Connor was like a fucking was freaking out rooster. I saw really a lot of clips. You like to spoil it, but everyone in the world spoils it, so I don't even care. What am I gonna do? I don't even think about that when I put it on. I think everyone's watching it, no. so it's you know, no one's watching. It's gonna it. be on anyway. It's on ESPN. It's exactly. on MMA Junkie the next day. That's I just what I was beat saying. him to it because yeah. I'm up at seven six thirty. Sure. I'm in work, yeah. she, and I already steal it from some. She asked, my wife asked if I wanted to watch it last night, and I already had one eye open, fucking, and that's usually a no. I can't watch anything. They said it was the best uh, best show. I didn't watch it, Tom. I'll watch it tomorrow or something. I did watch, um, you know, I knew the Rico highlights. was on, yeah. and uh, I did watch it, and I stole the highlight from Instagram before mm-hmm. anyone else there you go. took it. I threw it on our group page, mm-hmm. and it fucking took off. Mm-hmm. Then I shared it on another page, uh, a group page, like a shit post, serious, mm-hmm. but shit post also. And it's it's got like fifteen thousand views on it already. There you go. There you go. So uh, yeah. It, so you spoiled it for all of them. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, 15, I, I don't think, like I said, I don't even think about it. <laughs> your 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 mentality. <laughs> what am I, Tommy? Is the the watch it when it's on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like streaming has taken over these days. So you know. Yeah, I'm not a you know. You know. I'm not a TV kind of guy. I watch it right. Then. Watch what it's on. Uh, I watch live. I need. What live does that even yet. mean? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, so nothing exciting happened to me uh, the the last week. You went to that art thing. 
Oh my God! Yeah. So something exciting did yeah, happen. That was to me. that looked really cool. So last week we had Connor Barry mm-hmm. on here talking about art, art and amplifiers, and um, cool, they man. had their event. Yep. Saturday was fucking awesome. Dude. Yeah, it looked like it was a good turnout. It was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. Yeah, um, I would love to go to one of those things next time it's on. It I'm, looked pretty I, cool. I'm telling you, yep. it, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And I left. Like, I only watched like maybe four songs of the band. The band came on like two hours after the show, after the event started. Mm-hmm, true. Uh, you know, it gives us the artists and everyone a chance yeah. to talk. Yeah, and yeah everything. before it's blazing and, you know, music and stuff. Give, give it all their shit. You know what I mean? They had music playing, you know, but the band came on around 8 30. I watched like three songs and it was an hour and 10 minute ride for me. So, um, and I also wanted to drink at a bar close to home. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't I took wanna. off. Yeah, cool. But it was a fabulous time. I will definitely be going to the next one. Yeah. I met, talked to like three artists, mm-hmm. artists there. Uh, one of the artists, um, Cole. I'm going to have her maybe down here. She was, you know, I was asking if she wanted to come down, tell her story. Sure. Talk about her. She uh, a martial artist She's at a all? photographer. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she is. It seemed like um, that was a good mix of that kind of stuff it, going it on there. It definitely was. It, um, not everyone was a martial artist, but I'd say of 75% of the people there because, as Connor did mention, the gym's right down the street. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's his crew. Yeah, and there was, uh, she doesn't train with him. She mm-hmm. trains with FAF. Oh, yeah. But... There was a dude that um, trains with Connor, who was an artist also, and he was there. He was doing self portraits of people, or cool. you know, some kind of funny shit. If he, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, like live there doing it. Yeah, yeah, if someone wanted to sit down, he would do a sketch, but in his own interpretation. Sure. So it could have been, you know, a little you fucked with, up. Dr- it's a little fucked up. Draw you with huge tits and stuff. Oh no, big nose. <laughs> Maybe he's, oh, yeah. draw me with a little nose. You know what I mean, that'd be <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah, you know that's. But he's um, like your alter ego. I, I got them all on Instagram, so now I'm checking them out, and it's tons of content for me to look. I'm glad. Thank you for mentioning sure. that. I forgot that. I yeah, had I wanted to bring had, it up too because it looked cool. Fun, you know what I mean? So uh, it was a great, great time, and um, I look good, forward to the next for one. Him. I think the next one's in September. I think they did cool. mention it. That'd be cool in the fall. I, I'm sure it's going to be at the same place um, where Connor is. I forgot. I forgot everything. Wakefield, um, Wakefield. Yeah, thank yeah, you right. again. Yeah. My brain, my brain's on point oh, right Jesus now. Jesus you know Christ! <laughs> I didn't even go. Fuck! I was on the beach down the Cape. Actually, not on the beach because it was raining. But yeah, yeah, you, uh, yeah. That's Shoot why you them. couldn't go. You were, yeah. you were out hanging out with the family. Though. That was great. You were on vacation again. Uh, just like a, a weekend uh, uh, excursion out to my mom's. You know. Um. So I've been bit. I, you know, I haven't busy since Sunday. Mm-hmm. I have Sunday and Mondays off now. But yeah. I done like five interviews. For Cage yep, Titans. Yeah, I was looking oh, at for my, the, I the say one with Cage Dawn. Titans for New England MMA. Cage yep. um, and guys, though. Yeah, and I did a few of them. I was mm-hmm. like banging them out, you know. Don, Shanus. Yeah, I'm, st- I, you know, it, you know, I try not to listen to myself, but this time around, kind of did. And, you know, I, you know, I got to work on my stuttering and whatever. And, you know, my r- just rambling on. <laughs> you know, like I said, I could shorten it up. Listen if to I wa- your shit, then. If I wanted to edit it, yep, I could. It just takes fucking forever. That's part of it. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be editing for you know what I mean? all night. But, but if I edit it or if I don't edit it, is it really going to be a make, make a big deal? It's not, it will be a little bit polished up, but I think that your thing is, is you're, you know, if it was spaz. edited, it'd be jumping around. You know God what I mean? Spaz. Yeah, you're that spaz, and that's like that's that's your thing. You know what I mean? So a little retarded. No, um, you're not supposed to say little, that. I, I can say it. <laughs> you can say it about yourself. My fucking show. <laughs> um, Make it pull yeah, up. Yeah, a little, you know, 
lose a train of thought here and there. And, you know, my vocabulary isn't very up to par, but, uh, you know, I got my own. I make up my own words sometimes, yeah. but people know what the fuck Names and shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, know I mean? you got no one watching words, the censoring. Sometimes I miss the last couple of letters. They're not right. But. That's why I stop f- trying to fuck with names. You know, like if it's a hard name, I'm just not even going to say it. Excellent. Travis Lazar checking in right now. Nice. What's up, Travis? Uh, Andrew, Andrew Valdina. Okay. Who is surprisingly not fighting on yep. this Cage Titans card? He'll probably be there. First card he, you know, hasn't fought on in like uh, a year, but uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to see him. <laughs> They're always bringing up the overpass throwing of me. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah, Travis, it's fucking awesome. That's, uh, that's like my that's like my thing, huh? You should. Uh, hey, he's the dude that got thrown off the overpass and yeah, survived. Fucking me, I died, and I lived. It's like fucking lived, uh, but. <laughs> Travis is uh, uh we got the big show on Saturday. Cool. Titans. Yep. We got Mike Povier calling in in like two minutes. And um, you know what? Before he calls in, I'm just going to get to uh, the screen here with the posters of uh, what's going on as far as Saturday night. I think I got all the posters. There might be a couple of missing, but I don't know if they're all out. Uh, yeah. I didn't they like even just today, like my man Travis, didn't they just announce his? So exactly. he wouldn't be on the poster. Your boy you know? Travis. Yeah, yeah. And he's a late, late, late uh, entry. So sweeps. Yes, sir. Fucking love it. He is a handsome man, too. We're going to see if he gets his face punched. Oh, on the poster? Oh, just in general. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those. He looks like Van Damme. That's not. <laughs> Does, is, is he? Is, Maybe. He's got a karate background, too, or yeah. something, too. Taekwondo yeah, yeah. or something like that. Probably. Probably? Are you yeah. saying you're probably? Yeah, I think so. But you don't know. Not not necessarily. All right. Okay. That's why I said probably, you know? I heard it. Yeah, but I heard he's a fucking killer on the mat. So He's really good. He's really good at jujitsu. Excellent. Um, but Or maybe he's not, unless his opponent's listening to him. Maybe he sucks at jujitsu. Uh, I don't know who his opponent is, but he's up here on the posters here. Yeah. But I, you know, I think Marty Navis, I think he was on the card or was on the card, but I don't know where his poster is. Uh, so we'll ask Mike. You know what I mean? Uh, you yeah. can go to... Cage Titans, and I do, I'll have it up there later. So, cagetitansfc.com, and you can get, um, you know, all the info as far as the stream. You can get the, um, you can get uh, uh, tickets if you want tickets there because it's too late to get them off the the fighters right now. And uh, you can get all the information as far as the fight card. If I'm missing anything up here, which I know I am, I think I only have 13 posters up here. Mm-hmm. And I think, that, you know, there's got to be about 15, there's fights, always 16 changes. fights. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike Pulver is watching right now. Mike, yes. I'm going to call you in one minute, my, my man. We're like a, a 20 second delay. But I. Um, but we'll talk to him because I think I'm missing some posters. But once we yep. get Mike off after we talk to him, I'll go to their website. Go through and it. I'll go through there and uh, check everything out and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, show everyone how to go on there if they want to buy the stream. Uh, if you want to check out the fight card, all that other stuff. Uh, we will be there. Nice. I don't know how many of us and who, but, uh, you know, I would imagine Lars or Travis will be there. And Jeff Clark usually makes the trip. So that's pretty cool. Cool. cool yeah. I'll, you know, I'll be doing my making my special uh Guest appearances, yeah, yeah. as they'll, usual. They'll, they'll be cheering for you, you know what I mean, as you walk in. You, you should do a uh, a ring entrance, you know what I mean? <laughs> <As> the, <laughs> they should just, like, follow me with the fucking spotlight yeah. when I walk in. Yeah, to your seat. Yeah, fake fake applause and shit like that. Fuck it. People in the ring. Like, what the fuck is that? You go in the ring, do a little shadow boxing. Other people be like, oh, that's that douchebag in the fucking Start throwing podcast. shit. Uh, but Mike Povier did mention Marty Navis against uh, Matre- Montrell James, and I might have missed that poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I apologize apologize to Marty Navis for not having that poster up here. Uh, but, uh, 
you know, we'll go on the website later and we'll check it out. So uh, with that said, uh, well, Mike Polvier, I'm going to give you a call now. I'm going to message you right now, see if you, you're available. And uh, you let me know, and we'll have you on. And uh, this it can't be a marathon, Mike, tonight. Uh, <laughs> night tonight, Mike. Half hour. We'll, we, we're cutting it to a half hour with you tonight. That means a, uh, a Cranston hour, right? No, it's going to be a half hour. I should say uh, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. we got five minutes with you tonight. <laughs> I won't say wait until uh, uh, he comes back. Well, that is, yeah, the post is still there. There he is. Two minutes, just got a call. All right, he's all set. He's probably cool. putting up another fucking fight before. Yeah, someone, uh, a fighter probably called him. <clears throat> but I don't want to go to any other screen before then. But um, minimum 58 minutes, Travis says. You're fucking right. Uh, Travis, do you have any idea uh, who's going to Cage Titan 60 besides myself? We have not uh, spoke about that. Yeah, who else? You know? I don't know, Tommy, if it's not a full house, you might be able to... Squeeze in, yeah. Yeah, right. I think, actually, I'm going to be heading up to Marymack, New Hampshire this Not weekend. Yeah. Not vacation. Yeah. Just a barbecue party at my friend's house. Just a barbecue party. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Socially nice. Old friends of, like, 30 years. Nice. Should be nice. We'll see what no happens. No one ever invites me to a, a party. You know what I mean? Gotta get, you gotta I have nice. a couple of friends. They're always in their backyard. Yeah, Every yeah. night. You know what I mean? Yeah, party beer, night. Smoking, sure. smoking weed. They're always yep. back there. Yep. They got two kids that are in their 20s they're always like this is what that'll be it's like a it's a backyard pool party you know no. oh all right so travis uh lars will be there cool uh travis's will not be there travis will be running the restaurant um not 100 percent on jeff wow it could just be me and lars fun he's titans oh geez lars and i have a good time we yeah. hung out together at the um after party mm -hmm. busted jay perrin's balls a little bit um and that's a good party there, you know. Uh, yeah. The whole place, the whole the whole Cage Titans, and then the the after party over at the Wharf. Um, yeah, and I I would imagine you know you might get thrown off the Wharf. At least it's in the water. Yeah, it'll be nice you and warm. I mean, it's not that high over there, but um, hopefully the fights get over, you know. Not at like twelve thirty at night, and uh, we can go there and have more than one beer. You know, that, that that helps. Last time I went there, I got two or three beers in. It was good. Mm -hmm. I was right in the corner as soon as you walk in to the after party. And, like, you know, right Valdina there. was there. Yep. Um, few people. You see everyone. They're in and out over there. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. That place is, place is fucking jamming. So, uh, in and out, after party, people getting arrested. Fucking I love yeah. when people get fucking arrested. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, not not the people who are getting arrested. All right, let me see. I'm going to go to... Uh, oh, I think my Polvere is ready. All right, he's ready. All right. So we... So. We didn't want to get into the arrest, arrest shit. So that, that, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That, uh... What's up, boss? Hey, what's going on, guys? How what's up, you? Mike? Oh, living life. Living what, life. What happened? You last minute matchup? You just get a last minute matchup for Saturday? Oh, you! Uh, it was close, man. I, mean, I almost had some beans for you. No fucking uh, way! Always working up until the last minute. I love it. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was some interesting stuff. Oh, um, let us know. I guess I'll fill. I'll fill you in. I get. There's. There's no nothing changing. But um, so obviously, Aaron Hughes was scheduled to fight against Chris Burbrick. 
Uh, Chris Burbrick works out uh, in Alaska uh, on an oil rig. And he hit me up like a week or so ago and was like, listen, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be off the rig. I don't think I can make the fight. So we switched gears and Aaron Hughes is fighting Cornelius Williams, who was scheduled to make his pro debut at NEF against Kyle Hill. And Kyle Hill, unfortunately, fell ill during the weight cut. And he, um, you know, he re re reached out because the fight was off. And he's like, listen, I'm supposed to make my pro debut at NEF. My guy couldn't make it to land. So, like, I'm open. Could you use somebody? I said, sure. Just so happened I needed somebody for Aaron Hughes. 707, literally not even an hour ago, Chris Berberick texts me. I got off the rig. I just got home. I can actually make my flight. I will be there this weekend. And I was like, ah, shit. Well, like, I already made the switch because, and it's just funny because it looked like bleak. It wasn't happening. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. It won't happen. And it just so happened that he made it. So that was the call that I just had. Um, but you, you, Aaron Hughes is going to, you know, stick with Cornelius. Okay. Because uh, he already made that switch. Yep. Um, you know, but I said to him, I had to get on the phone with uh, Aaron's coach and just basically tell him, like, here's the deal. I know we switched opponents. Because Berberick didn't look like he was getting off the oil rig to, to make it. He just got back to town. It's 4 o'clock Alaska time. He can be on the plane tonight to be here tomorrow. What do you want to do? And, uh, you know, they just said, hey, we already switched this, you know, kind of switched that switch. And uh, we're, we're, we're focused on Cornelius, so let's just stick with that. So Excellent. There's Excellent. the uh, up-to-date minute stuff. That's well, cool. you know, there's still a couple of days until weigh-in, so someone could step in against Chris if you need an extra fight in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's a great thing. Like, uh, you know, it, it's, it's it's a good problem to have, I guess. But, uh, you know, you, you guys did a great job throwing the posters up. There is 14 fights. Uh, Marty Navis is taking on Montreal James. I, I, I think I heard you saying you didn't think you had that poster. And then the one other poster that we haven't released is obviously the Aaron Hughes versus uh, Cornelius Williams, um, which I think was scheduled to go up today. Uh, so it might go up tonight while we're on the show, or it might go up tomorrow morning. Now, uh, when you go to the website, Mike, is that all up to date? On uh, Well, you don't, of course, don't have the posters up there, but as far as Aaron, I think he still had Chris as his opponent. On your website, is that all up to date? So, yeah, so the only change that's not accurate on our website is that Chris Berbrick uh, is still listed. It's Cornelius Williams. I believe it's updated on um, Tapology and it's updated on the MMA dot uh, com registry. So I just I do the website too. So it's like I put out the word to like those media people with Tapology and you know fight changes to the MMA registry, and then it's like all right, I also got to go on my website. Uh, heavy is the head sometimes. <laughs> Well, my man, uh, let's talk about this card, but uh, before we actually go into the card a little bit, hey, we're keeping it down to a half hour tonight, Mike. I, you know, that is hour. amazing because <laughs> I, I got some crazy stuff going all on, right, and I know right. we end up talking for hours. Busy all week, right, busy uh, Tommy's week. got the button there. He's got the button, man. As soon as, he, as soon as he hits button? it, that's it. It's the bullshit button. I would never. So, Mike, uh, how? let's talk about this card and, uh, you know, about it. It's more of... Um, the return the Cage Titans by a couple of UFC vets, and there's a lot of a uh, couple of newcomers and a lot of young young ones on here. You know what I mean? So let's talk about the card, and you know how it came about and the effort you put into it. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, right at the top. I mean, 
we had this Lionel Young versus Jay Perrin. I mean, shout out to, to Lionel and Jay. Um, you know, back when Jay was in the UFC, Lionel, after one of his devastating knockout finishes, he ran over uh, to the commentary booth that Jay was commentating. And it was like, when you get your ass cut from the UFC, get back in. I'm whipping that ass. Like, mm. and it was just such a like surreal moment because it was kind of like, what the hell is going on? And then here we are almost a year later, and what Lionel kind of put out there is now coming to fruition. I mean, when Jay uh, unfortunately got cut from the UFC, he was ready to make his comeback. We kind of plotted out when he was going to do it, and we talked about a few names, and he was just like, you know what? Lionel kind of opened his mouth, and I, I, I owe him a fight, so let's, let's do that one first and then kind of see where it goes from there. You know, obviously, Jay would like to cap. I don't want to say recapture because he never lost it, but like, you know, that the Bantamweight championship, he was our Bantamweight champion before he went on to the UFC. Since then, the party has kind of taken over that division. So, uh, you know, but before we get to anything like that, um, you know, he had some unfinished business with Lionel and, and that's how this fight came to fruition. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for it. I think a dangerous, the most dangerous Lionel is one when he wants what he wants and he calls his shot in his confidence, the utmost um, high. Like, he called for the Pat Gilbride. Like, his back reemergence on cage signs, like, he wanted Pat Gilbride. But Pat Gilbride at the time was undefeated, um, you know, all this stuff. He was, You know, and then next thing you know, Lionel's like, I want him. And I was like, really? He's an undefeated Lozon prospect on his way up? He's like, nope. I see what I see in his game, and I want that kid. And then he came out and put on devastating fashion and in, on his amazing three-fight win streak all the way to the title fight. So... Lionel wants this fight, and his confidence is high. Jay, on the other hand, is very much focused on trying to gather some wins and, and get back to the UFC. Uh, he's now training with Lozon, so he, he's with a new camp and new bodies and new eyes, you know, dissecting his game and adding tools. So this this fight's this fight's gonna be great. Well, uh, a little coincidence in here, as you mentioned, Lionel fought for the title, and he actually fought. Joe Pennefield there, and I do believe, was that a fourth-round finish, or was it the fifth round that fight went to? Oh, was that fourth or fifth? I, you know what? Andy is my resident fight nerd <laughs> that knows every little strike. Yeah. Uh, as you know, Steve, like, I love the fights, but on fight night, I'm running around, so, like, it's all a blur to me. Yeah. I, there's people that I'm like, hey— how come you didn't come to the fights? They're like, Mike, we talked for five minutes. You shook my hand. And it's just, <laughs> you showed us to your seat. I, I don't know. Did he, did the party get the finish? Yeah, the party, the party ended up finishing that fight, but it was late in that fight. They were both exhausted. And yeah. uh, I think uh, Lionel went for, uh, went for some kind of kick or a strike. He might have slipped a little bit. And then uh, Joe capitalized on top of him. And then I think ground and pounded him for the win. Yeah, and, and, you know, the other interesting thing about this matchup, this is bumped up at 145. Uh, you know, Jay has fought at 35 predominantly throughout his career, so he's going up, which is an intrigue factor because Lionel relies a lot on brute strength and, and, and size and being bigger than his opponents. So this is kind of, you know, a, a tick mark that you would probably, from the outside looking in, be like, oh, well, this kind of benefits Lionel a little bit. But Jay, on the other hand, if you've seen it um, through his training, he's been like bulking up and he's looking thick and he you know he's looking great and he's really filling out his body at 45 so we'll, we'll see man it's gonna be a fun fight well uh jay did mention uh his last fight for the ufc he was like 
35 pounds or so uh, that he had to cut to get to that bantamweight. So it was a hard weight cut. So this is a, a refreshing uh, weight for him. And it'd be cool. it's, it's going to be cool to watch him because uh, he cuts that much weight. So he's going to be a big guy. And we know Lionel's a big dude. Uh, so this is a completely different fight than it would be at a bantamweight matchup. So uh, we're going to see a little more power out of uh, out of Jay. Um, and, you know, Lionel, Lionel watched Jay bad. I mean, that, that you know, Lionel's not afraid of anyone. He'll fight anyone. No. And he's had some, like I said to Jay, he's had some great moments in that Cage Titans cage while Jay has been off at the UFC. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's another factor at play. Like, you know, Jay... You know, he was the face of Cage Titans on his run up to the UFC, like, you know, fighting Ken Moy, uh, you know, Johnny Cupcase, like some of his memorable fights on his on his path to getting that title and defending that title. Um, you know, and then he went away to the UFC and like all those accolades that come with getting to the UFC in his absence. You're absolutely right. Like names like Lionel Young uh, took over in the Bantamweight, the party, um, you know, like Johnny Cupcake's you know, had that big knockout win over Aaron Lacey. So, like, there's been some intriguing things going on. Mitch Raposo was a name that Jay's talked about before. Uh, you know, like, there's a lot of interesting names. Like, now that Jay's back on the scene, um, that can make some interesting matchups. Um, and I think Lionel was just the first one on that that hit list, so to speak, uh, for Jay. And, uh, yeah, man, it's... It, I could talk about this fight for the whole half an hour. So hit the button. Let's yeah, go. yeah, that's it. Uh, here, the to to Whoa, Tommy's got the gun. He's got a fucking Nerf gun that shoots 200 miles an hour. Holy shit. That's just, what I thought you meant. Just took my nipple out with that. <laughs> Good, yeah, better, take the bullshit right. button. All right, um, last thing with that. Not about that fight, but Jay, potential future with him. That matchup between him and Pennyfield for that title will be the biggest fight in Cage Titans history, I think. Um, you know, we say, you know, some cards are the best cards. And, you know, this is the fight of the... But, you know, you always have a... The, the bar always gets raised. And that fight would uh, blow the roof off of that off that place. It would be nuts. Yeah. And the, the lead up to the fight, it, it would be a cupcakes and uh, and um, parent, parent dialogue all over again. Yeah, I mean, remember... I mean, Cupcakes and Perrin, like, kind of took that ball and ran with it. That, like, shit talk, meme making, mm -hmm. every status about his opponent type thing. That was what those guys brought, you know, four years ago. You're absolutely right. And, hey, listen, man, a, a party versus Cupcakes. Love it. There's no party without Cupcakes. A party Cupcakes <laughs> fight wouldn't be a bad a bad look either. So it's a good time to be around Cage Titan. That's a good I have, I, I, I would have said that also, but mm. in the past, you know, they were friends and they said they wouldn't fight, but it's been a while and things change. Oh, yeah. And uh, people want to be that 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 man. I mean, can't forget Cupcakes is still in the running here. He's oh, still yeah. ranked number one he's still beast. on Tapology all over the place. And he still, he still can yeah. bang. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's still in the hunt, like well, you said. I mean... I'll give you the beans because you're a beans place. Oh, Jesus. I, we ha I have Boom. since talked to the party. And, and, you know, the party has such a good respect for Cupcakes and, and vice versa. Uh, when the party first came to K-Shines, he knew a nobody. And nobody knew him the way they knew him now. And Cupcakes helped him cut weight for his first fight here in Massachusetts. And they kind of, like, they met at the sauna and they just kind of connected and they were very friendly. And... I never pushed that fight because they kind of were friendly and they both said, listen, we like each other. There's other guys for us to fight. Um, a spill the beans. The party 
said, hey, listen, you know, I got some unfinished other hit lists, and then I want to give you a fun fight. Let's give the fans cupcakes for his party. He goes, out of total love. And then when I went okay. to the cup, when I went to the cupcakes with it, he was like, yeah, man. He's like, that's awesome. He's like, it's cool that we could battle for the fans and out of mutual respect opposed to what you normally see where it's hatred and like, I want to beat that guy up. Like it'd be nice to show the fans that like two friends can just go at it. Just like, Hey, you want to go out and play one-on-one? I don't hate you. We can oh, go play yeah. one-on-one. It's like, I don't hate you. I love you, man. I got mad respect. Mutual I would love respect, to go do battle with you. So you that's know, something in the works down the line. Excellent. Well, last thing with that is uh, the potty reminds me of like a, you know, a WWE fighter uh-huh. that went from, the heel to the hero. To the love heel. He can go back and forth yeah. at the same time. He can like go both ways. Having... Mike knows how to work it. Absolutely. Uh, not Mike. I'm sorry. Joe knows Why? how to knows how to work it, my man. Uh, he's he's, he's good. amazing. Yep. He said, you know, obviously this guy came to us and he's fought a long time before he came to Kitchens. And he said to me, you know, like, where did this party like? He's like, I've always been the party, but no one has given me the platform that Cage Titans has. No one let me take my personality and run with it. I was talking about this earlier with somebody like I tell all our fighters, we will create, we will build the stage and you create the moment Mm -hmm. and we'll be there to capture it. The stage is yours. You want to walk out and with, uh, you know, the cowboy hat and a a chair Mm -hmm. sitting magic Mike style and singing to the crowd. We didn't tell him to do that. He did on his own. We just happened to set the stage and make sure people are in there to capture it. And then luckily we have such a great audience and fan base that that follow our product that, you know, they, they, they felt connected and, and they love that moment. So a message to all the fighters is that, like, the stage is there. That 15 minutes from walkout to the end of your fight, like, that's yours. Make a moment. Make the best of it. Make the most of it. And then parlay that into bigger opportunities down the line. Whether it's other fights, um, you know, like Chael Sonnen said something in an interview a long time ago. He's like, you're, you're, when your fight ends, your fight doesn't end. You're take, you take that opportunity to create your next fight and, you know, your next opportunity. You know, people are like, after their fight, they're just like, all right, cool, the fight's over. It's like, no, you're already starting your opportunity, your next opportunity. Mm-hmm. And these guys, guys like Party, Valdina uh, is another name that comes to mind when I think of these, these type of things. Um, that are just taking the most of the stage that we put in front of them and they're making moments from that that just are living on virally in the social media age. Well, let me tell you, Mike, um, Joe the Potty must have heard uh, bells going off or something. He just jumped <laughs> onto the podcast just now. <laughs> but that's friggin' awesome. Uh, but last, another last question. We got to move on. But is Joe going to be in the house on Saturday? Listen, I wish I could get the party in the house. There were some talks about him coming up for like a seminar over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and and it doesn't seem like, hey, listen, the party's the party. <laughs> he might hop on a plane and show up. You never know. Um, and I think that's the best thing about him. I, I you know, I never try to put him in a bottle. Listen, <laughs> I, w- I would love if he's on watching. I would love it. Nothing more if I turned my head and was like, oh, shit, the party's here. Um, Joe, 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 Joe walks into weigh-ins with the belt around his fucking shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That would be you perfect. Know, um, you know, he's, he's a crazy dude, and he's, he's amazing. Um, 
you know, but I, I think that, you know, in this fight uh, that we were talking about leading into the talk with uh, Party is like, you know, Lionel and, and, and Lionel was a former opponent and Jay is a potential future opponent. Um, and, you know, the, you know, these guys want to maybe try to get a crack back at him. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see, man. All right, Mike, uh, let's let's move down a little bit. Uh, another fight you want to, like, talk about, something that, uh, you know, you kind of want to uh, promote. I know you got a few young ones on there that we can get to, too, but, uh, you know, another fight that, um, you know, you really want to talk about. Um, My man, Travis. Right, well, well, all right, let me ask you about the the, the, the fight poster, uh, the the lead one um, that is on the website with the, the main event, which is Perrin and Lionel. Is the co-main event the welterweight amateur title, or is that just in the slot on the poster? Yeah, so that was just in the slot. So if you remember, we we in the past have very rarely announced fights for the next event so early. And for this event, we already had Ozzy Martin and Brody McDougal scheduled and announced back at May 27th, like we had Lionel and Perrin in the cage. Um, and announced that. Oh, so okay. when we created the poster, the, the amateur title fight, A, it's a high-level fight, because I think those guys are absolute animals. Their styles are just going to cause a car wreck in the cage. It really is. But I think that when I created that poster, it was, you know, those two fights were made, an amateur title fight. You know, before that, our real co-main event is uh, the Don Shanis or Robert Wustig, but that fight wasn't booked yet when we made the poster. Um, and, you know, we were waiting to see if Robert Wustig was going to come off a win, which he did back at Combat FC before we made that fight official. So, you know, that, that the, the co-main event is is the Don Shanis versus Robert Wustig. Um, the amateur title fight will end the undercard. So the undercard will be seven fights headlined by the, the amateur title fight. And then we have seven pro fights for after intermission, um, beginning with the Greg Jones and Dan Bartolini. Double pro debut. And for all you older folks out there, 50 years young, Greg Jones, 2-0 amateur, nice. making his pro debut. And then 46 years young, Dan Bartolini, uh, former training partner of Jorge Rivera and all those guys that got their starts at Rivera Athletics, making his pro debut as well at 46. I know you guys are over 40 like myself. <laughs> yep. There's going to be a ton of older people that are watching these guys, and I want the message to be clear. It's never too late to get up off your ass and get out there and do something that you've dreamed of, and these guys are going to be the embodiment of that on fight night. I hope everybody oh, yeah. enjoys this. Excellent, Steve, my man. Steve, that means well, it's not over it's for not me over you. It's not over for either yeah, one for of, you. Well, yeah. you know, I got you by a, you know about 15 years. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, you can't forget Brendan, uh, Brendan Boats, who is 46. Mm -hmm. He's going to be going uh, for his third fight for Cage Titans. He's fighting for a, a well. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Just give uh, Brendan some love because he's fighting for a cause. He's retired about six times already. <laughs> a couple of t couple of times during training camps, he's yeah, he's yeah. retired, but uh, he's back for the third time fighting at Cage Titans, and he's been brought back because he has a a, a friend that is a, a battling cancer. And he's trying to raise a little money and a little awareness for uh, for a friend of his. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Because it is another old gentleman. You're going to have a lot of ancient people watching this card on Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah, you know, so it's funny, like, with Brandon Boats, like, um, you know, there was talks about doing, like, instead of a BMF belt, like an OG belt, <laughs> where we were going to try to match up Greg Jones maybe with Boats. Um, but Boats was pretty adamant. He was retiring. So when he kind of, like, 
it was supposed to be one and done just for some fun. And then, I like that. you know, he ended up having that second fight with Gage Luby, specifically because that was the original fight he was having. And then when Luby couldn't make it to the cage, he ended up getting a different guy. So they kind of feel like they had unfinished business. So the fact that Biltz had two fights, it was only supposed to be one, and he was never going to come back again. <laughs> um, we had some fun talking about the OG belt. Uh, end of the day, he said, I'm just happily retired. Um, unfortunately, you know, things change in life. And he had a friend who came down with cancer. Um, and I probably won't do it justice. I don't know if it's like a late stage cancer or something, but essentially boats was like, you know, I, I would like to raise some awareness and some funds, uh, for this, this good friend of mine and his family. And it's like, how do you say no to that? Um, and, and, and the opportunity came up that he, I don't know if he was reporting or covering an event in New York and Naquan and him became friendly and, for whatever reason, he came to me and was like, hey, listen, this guy, a friend of mine, Naquan from New York, he's down to fight me, kind of do it for charity. Are you willing to put it on? And I'm like, how do, again, how do you say no to that? Um, and and I think it's a great cause that uh, Boats is is doing this for. I think it's a noble uh, you know, cause and, and a great reason. And it's and it's also shows MMA in a different light, like if I, I go back to basketball, if somebody was like, I'm doing a charity basketball game, no one would care who's, you know, like it, it would be, it would, no one would think, Hey, I'm raising money for a charity through fighting, but it, it's just kind of a cool thing that, um, not everybody in there in a cage is just an angry man who wants to get a cage <laughs> and legend somebody. There's other reasons why people get in there and compete. Now there are some people like a Sean Lally who just wants to bludgeon somebody, you know, yep. but you know, there, there's, there's more to it. And there's, there's a plethora of reasons why guys fight. And uh, this was a good opportunity to raise some cancer awareness for, uh, I think it's team Tradash. Um, and, and there you go. Well, uh, let's talk about bludgeoning and uh, destroying each other in that cage. And that would be with the, uh, uh, to the original question you asked me, like what fight do I really want to see? Other than Don Shanus being mm -hmm. back, and of course, um, you know Jay Perrin, he's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, you know, I, w I was interviewing him and in, in Cupcakes during that fiasco, and uh, you know their uprising in their title fight. But uh, I would, I can't wait uh, for uh, this amateur welterweight fight. Um, you know, I interviewed one of the one of the gentlemen in that fight. He respects Brody. Yeah. Your interview with Brody. Yeah. Re respects his opponent and he knows it's gonna be a, a, a firefight in there. And it's it's gonna be who lands, I would imagine, who lands that big shot first in there, because you know they're go both gonna land. But who's gonna who's gonna land the biggest shots to uh end that fight? Because it's not going five rounds. And uh <laughs> no. You're absolutely right. It's like it's it, it's just a matter of who's gonna land first and like mm -hmm. who who lands first and who lands the most often. Um, but unfortunately with these guys, like, I don't think they both throw so heavy. It's like, it's, 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 it's a matter of probably the first shot. Like these guys have dynamite in their hands. It's insane. And you don't see at the amateur levels, guys getting knocked dead the way that these guys are doing it. Like that Aussie, like he knocked his opponent dead. Brody McDougal, multiple fight uh, knockout of the year winner, like, and he, and, and if you remember back, Brody's done some Muay Thai with us. He knocked this guy dead yeah. with those sixteen ounce Muay Thai gloves Sheesh. on. These guys, you don't see power like this. And in power, something like, 
I people might jump down my throat, but it's just like you can't train it. it. I mean, you can, but like, like the kiss of death that Chuck Liddell had, he had that. That was something yeah. like Connor's left is something you. that's he has now. Some people say, "Oh, don't discredit him. That that was just like a gift. He had to work on that power." But you know what I'm saying? Like these guys have that gift, and Tyson. um, it, it's it, it's going to be amazing. They're both from New Hampshire, coming down to Plymouth, Massachusetts. I think it's just another uh, great storyline. You know, a lot of times you see amateur title fights in the past between the big hometown ticket seller. These guys are both from New Hampshire. Um, I've said it all along at Cage Titans. It's not about how many tickets you sell. Um, you know, we want uh, for amateur titles, like we want the best of the best in new England. We want amateur title fighters that are fighting for our title. Cause they're the best in new England and going on and creating good things. Cheap plug like Rico DeShulo, who won last night on the contender series, yep. former cage Titans bantamweight and, uh, amateur champion back in like 2012. Beautiful. Well, you guys breed them, my man. Mm-hmm. You brought you breed them and send them on their ways. Uh, sometimes some of them stay. Uh, sometimes some of them go and come back. Yeah, come uh, back. But you have a lot to do with a lot of successful New England MMA fighters from uh, from this area, bro. Um, yeah. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. And it's funny because you always mention like a name, a UFC name, like a Rob Font or something, and you always have like a date and a card or like a matchup. I remember when Rob fought, you know, fought in my cage, at, you know, at this point. You always, I mean, so many fighters, successful. I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> if I send you a picture, can you throw it up on the screen? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think I can, I can send it. To Messenger. I can do that. It, All right, hold on. I'm All gonna, right. I'm, I'm going to send you this cool picture that I found last night. Hey, Mike, send it. Can you s- send it to my, send it to my Instagram or something. Instagram Messenger. All right, hold on. I'm gonna, it's, it's so funny. So last night, a couple people texted me and like, oh, shit, Massachusetts. Did you watch Ultimate Fighter? Do you know, you know that guy? Um, holy shit, there was a guy from Boston on there talking about Boston. And I'm like, yeah, Rico. I, I know Rico really well. They're yeah. like, you do? How do you know him? And I'm like, <laughs> and I sent them this picture and I'm going to send it to you. All right. Uh, and, you could, and, and you just actually mentioned the other guy, Rob Font. Check oh. out this old school picture. Hey, what uh, Instagram? I found what, last night. What Instagram are you gonna send it to? Just so I know. I sent it to Steve Domenico. I sent it to your Facebook Messenger. Oh, my face. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I'll send it to my. I'll send it to my email, and I'll get it, get it in a minute. But uh, all right, Mike. Uh, Hold on. You want to send it to your Instagram? No, I mean, wait. You send it to what? My other, my inst, my. Uh, on, I got it right here. I got it right here. Yeah. All right. I, I, I thought got it. it was so funny. So. Throw it up and see if you know who else is in the picture. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got to send it to my email. I thought first. it was funny. Um, you can't uh, just, I just sent it to you. You can't just do yeah, it on but, the thing right here, where, wherever he called in from. It's probably in your messengers, right? Yeah, but I don't want to go to a. No, he sent it to my other other messenger. Sheesh. Yeah, I got. 14. All your multiple yeah. messages. 14 yeah, well, different this messengers. Is, this is my burner account that you guys uh, call in on. Um, well, well, I sent you two other pictures to your Instagram. I think you would think it's funny, but yeah, man, you know, on the topic, you know, there's a lot of guys that have, have come up through the ranks of cage Titans through and, and won titles and gone on, you know, you mentioned Rob Font, you know, other guy, Kyle Bokniak, um, you know, people that they forget about those guys who came through the cage Titans ranks. Um, you know, guys like Tateki Matsuda, like Rob Font had his first fight ever with Cage Titans. 
um, you know, and, and he lost in that fight. And now here he is, you know, a top five UFC guy. So, like, you know, there, there's been a lot of greats that have held that belt or those belts. Um, and, and it's amazing to kind of look back through time and, and, and see, you know, now we've been established for 13 years. Like, we can look back and be like, wow, that's a picture of Rico and Rob Font that held your belt. And people forget about it. And now they're in the UFC. It's like, you know, there might be Ozzy Martin and Brody McDougal one day in five years now, we could be looking back and be like, remember Zach in 2013 when they held the Cage Titans title? That's the kind of thing it is. Well, what, what I think is super Mike, cool I I about these things. Up now. Well, I, I like how they show all the old footage of the old Cage Titans and other local promotions now, which they never showed 10 years ago. It was all just kind of uh, professional footage. But now when it's these younger guys, it's all the old hometown footage. So that's a good showcase of all this stuff. Yeah. Hey, Mike, Did you I, see that picture? Yeah, I, I got it up right now. So uh, who do we got in here? I got to get your face out of there. Uh, yeah, it's up. Oh, cool. I can't see, so. All right, so it looks like, is that, that there's Rico right in the bottom. There's Rob Font in the middle holding the beer. Yeah. Um, Mike, is that you with a birthday hat on? That's me, I believe. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute, is this like a birthday party you're at or something? This is my, this is like my birthday back when I was, uh, you know, back in like 2011. Jeez. And it's just funny, because you said it, and it, and it, it was, and, and it kind of when you mentioned Rob Font and Rico, it's like last night when like a couple people texted me, they're like, "Oh my God, this guy from Boston fought." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, we, we go back pretty far." Yeah. Um, and then I started looking for a picture. I sent them the picture, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Hey, hey, like, yeah, hey, man. hey, Mike, uh, and, and, he, and he, know, it brought back some good memories. And these are people that know that you're a promotional owner, right? Way to go. Yeah, oh. it, was, it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. Have you ever heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know what's Mike, Mike, I went on, you know, I had to be in work early. So I took the video of him, uh, you know, doing uh -huh. Donkey Kong hammer fist in the kid. That was dirty. And I threw it on our uh, group page. And then I threw it on, like, a couple of uh, other MMA pages around. And people, like, yeah. They were going nuts mm -hmm. on it. Was, you know what I mean? Cool. Uh, they, they didn't know who Rico Dushula was and, and all that other stuff. So that that definitely blasted him off, too, uh, a win like that from yeah. last night. Absolutely. Never mind being the first win from McGregor. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rico Dushula was a superstar here in New England, you know, before guys were local superstars. You know, he was a guy walking out with fight banners, selling 100 tickets, crowds cheering Rico 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 I remember famously he was our cage size amateur champion and Ken Moy was the AFO champion and we did like a unofficial title unification belt because AFO wouldn't let Ken come over so I was like Rico go over there and fight him and 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 rep cage signs go ahead go do your thing you know like he was he was like an original superstar back in like 2009 2010 2011 um you know, so yeah, yeah, it's cool to see him doing his thing because you know, at 36 years old now, you know, you wouldn't, you would think that it's too old in this sport when you hear how the UFC wants you, and once you hit 30, they don't want you anymore. Uh, so it's amazing because I've seen him fight uh, and be around for a very long time, and I'm happy for him. Excellent, my man. Well, Mike, we are at our 36 minute mark right now, so uh, we're gonna yeah. go, we're gonna go uh, five five to ten more minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> because, you know, uh, I want to really talk about it. If there's anything going on, you know, sometimes you have a press conference. Well, a lot of times you have a press conference. Uh, but, you know, weigh-ins, all that information, uh, you know, fight night, yeah. stream. You know, I want you to get all that out there for the people that maybe didn't catch you on Table Titans on Monday. Perfect. And I'll keep it short and sweet. Actually, Montreal James just texted me. He just landed Marty Navis' opponent. I got to go meet him at the hotel anyway. So this works out well, but I'll give you the long and the short. Tomorrow, well, we're going to try something new for a press conference. Um, we had some issues logistically getting all the fighters to an in-person live press conference for this show. So we're actually going to try something new. We're going to do a virtual Q&A press conference oh, cool. where we're going to set up a stream just like you have right here. We're going to have the fighters on and we're going to invite fans and, and anybody from the media that wants to pop on. We're going to send the stream link out to everybody and they can video conference in. Um, I guess, you know, some other promotions like PFL does something similar to this. So we're going to test it out tomorrow. We're doing that live at one o'clock on the cage sides, uh, you know, Facebook and YouTube channels. Cool. As for Friday, I'm excited. We're going back to pins for weigh-ins on Friday. Nice. Uh, for those who don't remember pre COVID, we did a couple cage signs events at pins. It's a beautiful, like kind of like a Dave and Buster's lucky strike boss and like, you know, bowling alleys and arcade games, and they have a big stage. So we used to do our weigh-ins there, but we kind of got away from that since COVID. But they're back opened, and they're ready for business, so we're going to bring weigh-ins back there on Friday. So weigh-ins start at 11. Um, we go live stream at 1 o'clock. And just for you, I haven't announced this anywhere, but they have axe throwing at pins. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge anybody here that wants to come by Whoa. to the weigh-ins. And uh, take me on and axe throwing. I've never thrown it before. Okay. It's something cool that they just brought into pins. It's a new attraction for them. And I want to test it out. I think last time we used to do the weigh-ins there, we had an open challenge for uh, Papa Shot Basketball against me. So this time I'm going to flip the script. We're going to do some axe throwing. So if you want to come to weigh-ins, they start at 11. It's open to public. Um, we'll, we'll throw some axes. You know, we'll do something fun, and uh, we'll video it, and and maybe we'll give some good prizes to anybody who can beat me. Um, and then, as always, on Saturday, we start at 12 over at Second Wind Brewing. Uh, brewery, it's like three blocks up from Memorial Hall. They do a pregame party. You know, obviously, in the town of Plymouth, there's not really a tailgating opportunity, but the next best thing is going to the brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been creating these great Cage Science IPAs for the last two and a half years. Yep. Um, we were drinking those and we'd love to support them. So go over there, grab a few beers. There will be a Rob Pico ticket giveaway over there. So if you don't have tickets or you, if you have upper balcony and you want some upgraded tickets, whatever, go over there to the pregame party at second wind. Then doors open at five first fights at six after party as always at second, uh, sorry, tavern on the wharf. Always fun. You've been there, Steve. You know, cool. It's a good time. I have a good time. Um, mm -hmm. There you go. Fight hey. week activities. Tommy, have you on yet? Yeah, I've been. I've been. I used to go to Cage Titans before I even knew any of these guys. So I have went nice. over to the uh, uh, Tavern on the Wharf. It's always a good time. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, so good time. This uh, this and card. I got some good. We're new. We're dropping some news. Um, you know, we got we got we got a fun announcement. I'm not. I'm just gonna give you that. We got a fun announcement and it's a mission. Um, you know, some people have been asking about what's up with uh, the lightweight division. Joe Giannetti, our champion, um, you know, and we, we have a big announcement. And I think this is a big announcement 
that will garner some national attention. Uh, so we have a, a pretty good thing that we're going to be doing at intermission. Um, and then, you know, the, we have Valdina in the commentary booth making his uh, official full show. Andrew oh, Valdina nice. making his official debut as a full-time commentator. Ken Moy is in the commentating booth because Richie Santiago is sitting this one out since he's fighting. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously Andy will be there. Maddie Levine is back. She's going to be doing her great, you know, beer chugs and fight analysis, that <laughs> Megan O'Leary type role. Uh, she does an amazing job. Johnny Cupcakes uh, will be once again, last show, if you watched the stream, I think you were there in person, but we, we debuted Cupcakes Corner uh, where, you know, after the round ends, you know, he comes on kind of like Dean Thomas in the UFC where he gives some, you know, fighter knowledge and insight, like what he sees going on, what he might be giving for suggestions. Um, it's a cool little analytical piece. And then last but not least, I said I'd be quick. And you know me, I got everything. <laughs> I'm excited to say that last show, uh, Cage Titans was officially able to be bet on at Bet MGM, mm -hmm. And people had a field day. They loved it. Um, they loved it so much that halfway through the event, excuse me, I'm getting a little, uh, halfway through the event, they had to shut down the books because they did not anticipate the amount of action that Cage Titans was going to bring in the betting world, and they didn't staff appropriately. They came to us again, said they're thrilled to have another Cage Titans event, uh, so there will be odds available for betting on all the pro fights once again. Uh, so all you gamble heads... Uh, you know, they have it. Mike, they're Mike, gonna be live Mike, every, every, everyone I talked to in that crowd had a bet in. It yep. was fucking <laughs> funny shit. Mm -hmm. And then we're, go we're, on, we're on our phone going back and looking at it. And like, the all of a sudden, Lars goes, oh, my God, the fight, the, the, the fights are going or something like that. I'm like, I said we crashed the thing. I said we, we either bankrupt them or it crashed from all the action going through there. They actually <laughs> told me um, that... Besides a UFC event, we were their highest-tracked regional promotion they've ever done, and we've actually topped out some of their PFL in their Bellator cards. Jesus. They were like, it was insane, and we just couldn't handle it. Uh, <laughs> if you remember that night, there was a Celtics playoff game, so like there was a lot of action on that. I was going to so say, something else was going on they, that night. I thought I remembered that's what the issue was. Oh, it was what? I was going to say, that's what I remembered, something else. I couldn't remember what it was, but I knew there was something yep. going on. Celtics playoffs. So they just thought this was a little throwaway promotion that they'd throw up there and kind of see what happens and get a couple bucks. And then, you know, we shut them down. So yeah. they will be back this show, uh, you know, doing uh, do, doing some odds. Hey, so hey, you'll be able to go out there and back. Hey, you know how many parlays were lost from that fucking uh, uh, battles fight? You know how many bat? You know how many parlays were lost. You know how many people lost oh, a ton of money on yeah, that fight. <laughs> so I'm not a gambler, and obviously I can't bet. But like, I'm not a gambler. But not so the much amount of excitement that it brought, it, it was amazing. It's like dude, your friends getting in a fist fight. Do you really need money on it to be high? But the people want their money betting, and like, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy, but it, it, the people seem to like it, and and if they do. That's amazing. It's just another level that Cage Titans can bring. Um, I actually, you know, you know me, I always try to bring something new. So uh, I actually have live uh, odds that will be popping up throughout the broadcast. That's awesome. Um, you know, throughout like the first round, it will pop up. You know, once the round starts, you'll see the odds, live odds that will pop up, you know, like, 
you know, Navis plus 500 or whatever the odds are. I don't even know what the hell they mean, but they'll be up there on the screen. Uh, we also honed in on live stats this fight. So if the people that are watching on TV or the big screens in the venue, there'll be live stats popping up with strikes, takedowns, control time. Um, at the end of fights that go to decision, there will be like a recap where you can see the entire fight, how many stats, for gosh, strikes, takedowns, all that stuff on accuracy. Um, bad news for the amateurs, the stats and the, and the betting is only pro fights, but okay. um, it's just another thing that we added. And as you know, I always like to add something. So there you have it. Oh, my God. Super well, cool. as always, uh, you need tickets. You want to learn about the stream, go to cagetitansfc.com. Go to their, uh, you can go to their Instagram. That'll connect you to their website, uh, their link tree, uh, all their social media there. Uh, so definitely go there. Mike, I know you got to run out the door. I know you got a fighter at the hotel. Uh, but last thing, I, you know, I'll get killed, and uh, I got to give him his respect. But Don Chanis is back on Saturday. Um, uh, you know, la you know, two minutes on Don Shanus, man. How excited are you have him back? Even though you know, talking to John, uh, Don and Jay Perrin, they're not elated to be back fighting locally. But if they had a fight well, somewhere locally, it's Cage Titans, and it's, it's a home. place that definitely welcomes them back. Yeah, you know, like it's it's bittersweet. It's like in one breath that I gotta be like, "Yo, Don Shanus is back." On the back end of that breath, it's like because he's not in the UFC anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, we were, you know, just as much as Don Shanus's rise, we were there every step of the way, watching and pushing and all that stuff. So, like, we get him there. And, it, like, I remember my last interview with Don. It's like, Don, we fucking love you. But we mm -hmm. don't want to see your face again in this cage. Yep. That was kind of the bittersweet love on that go up to the UFC. Um, it is a different dynamic now, because it's like, hey, Don's back, and you're all excited, and we're all excited to see Shameless Nation, but it comes with that caveat that he is back, and we we don't want you back. We want you in the yeah. UFC. So, I, uh, you know, same thing with Jay and, and, and guys that end up finding their way back, Randy Costa, guys like that. So, um, you know, Peter Barrett, it's 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 interesting, and, and I'm sure he feels the same way, and 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 it's bittersweet. It's like, if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to go home to Cage Titans because I can see my family, friends, they can share me on, which I haven't done. I heard Don, I think, was on your podcast or his, his social media talking about how he's been booed for his last two fights, and he's never been booed in his life. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure, like, a little bit of home cooking is going to be good. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're stoked. And just as fun as that rise to, to get him to the UFC, uh, I think this is a stop uh, right here. And, and here this journey continues. It's just a different path. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's, 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 um, Robert Wustick, I can't take away from him. like as much as I, I know Don Robert Wustick probably doesn't follow the Roman Don's probably watching today. So like, I don't want to like mm -hmm. whatever, but you know me, like you got to talk about Robert Wustick as well, because he is the guy that's standing in there and we have to make sure as cage Titans, which we always do. Like, yes, it is the shameless nation. And yes, we want to pump that. But there is an equal competitor in this that's standing across from him. And Robert Wustig, you know, you know, like the part of the fight that makes a fight interesting is who's the opponent? Is it a real threat? Is this a wash? Robert Wustig is a threat. He wants what Janus has. Um, you know, he's been fighting since 2008 as a professional fighter, 15 years. Like he's moved here from Guam. He just got his first victory on United States soil 
against Leo Ladera at Combat FC. He had an incredible war with Mo Al-Kiani. Um, you know, yes, the story is Don's home. Let's cheer him up and, like, let's get him back to the UFC. And that's what Shameless Nation pushing. But also, we got to remember, Robert Wustig is on the opposite side of the cage, and he wants to take that hype and, and, and silence that crowd and, and kind of project his career. Uh, I think this fight is exciting. I think this fight is fun. Um, you know, and it's, and it's a great a great fight at the top of the card. Uh, I, I can't say it enough, and 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 I love Don. Robert Wustig's been a, a, a pleasure to work with as well. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it this is definitely an interesting thing because I always try to, like, stay neutral in the middle and that's just how i am so like as much as we love don we also have to uh pump up that other side of the card but don is coming with one thing on his mind take this guy out and move on to the next and then continue that ladder run back to the ufc you know he felt that he kind of got the short end of the stick a little bit uh having to take on that short notice fights and going across the country um so he's highly motivated to kind of prove to everybody I don't belong on the local level. I belong in the UFC. So he's got that chip and that little motivation factor. Um, so here we go, man. Shameless Nation's back. Well, Mike, you, you, you get them in your cage, man. Uh, so kudos to you for setting them fights up for them and for having them back. It's going to be a great night. I'll be there. Um, I think it just it might be just me and Lars. I'm not sure yet. Um, nice. But I'll definitely be there. Uh, doing my thing, Lars mm-hmm. will probably be doing play by play, but it'll be play. Uh, play it'll be my back to back cards. I'll be at like hey. the last yeah, one. No, I keep... you didn't get beat up last. No, time. you know what? No, I didn't. But you know, I was right in the middle of one of those. This is something going on there. But well, Mike, I was hey, I was hey, saying Mike, earlier. Hey, Mike, this time around, I'm not gonna have to watch my back. It's gonna be a little little more uh, relaxing for me. This time around, yeah. this this time around, I'm going to be a little more uh, laid back and having a, a you know a good time. Not going to the bathroom alone. <laughs> I had to have a chaperone last time. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know if you were listening earlier, Mike, but I said you guys should give uh, Steve like a entrance, you know, a walk down, you know, uh, it's a music, you know. Yeah, yeah, put, yeah. Just announce me so people know who to stay away from and yeah. shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, so. Listen, I had a lot of fun last time, you know. You know, th- that's part of what makes Cage Titans fun is, like, you know, we do different things. Like, we're not yep. stuffy. Like, you know, no. we're approachable. Like, you know, and, and some people hate that you make predictions, you know, when you make predictions. And some people hate make Mikey's prediction. But it's, like, cool. That gives us something to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, when you guys come on and give that, like, you know, those backgrounds and, 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 and what you think. So now people are talking because we can all come on this podcast and go, Don Shane is, is 12 and 5. Robert Wustig is 9 and 13. Don is good on the ground. Robert is good standing. This should be a fun fight to watch. Come watch it. And then everybody's like, boring. Cool. <laughs> Look at the topology and figure that out. Yep. We're breaking it down. Yeah, they, insight, they, 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 they like, who do you think is going to win? They rather hit. They, the minute, yeah, so. they. You know, they rather had two drunks eating wings. Fucking yeah, yeah. tell you their, their their side of the story here on the fights. Per, adding personality and, and to it. And then either it's motivating that guy that's like, "Yo, these yeah. dumb idiots eating wings, saying <laughs> I'm gonna lose." F him. I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna prove him wrong. Hear what he just hey, called you? Uh, you know, somebody he, saying, "I hope he picks again." I've had people go, "Tell Mikey to pick against me because I want a free beer when I get out of the cage." Nice. Uh-huh. You know, so like it's 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 fun. It's different. So. I mean, I won't put you on the spot. I was thinking about it, but I won't make you make any predictions. No, no, no. No predictions for me, man. Uh, no, I'm all set here. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go as a media and as a fan and uh, just do my thing. Enjoy the fights and, and uh, you well, know. Well, I've got to say this. Uh, 
And again, we keep saying we're going to be done, but <laughs> you got the heat because you picked against a guy in your own management stable. <laughs> I think in the history of histories, well, no management stable has picked against their guy. Two of them I picked against. I just have to say, I picked against two of them. But Mike, when you, I, I was like, what, is I, what am I going to do? You guys put them on the do spot. Do I just go with all five of our guys or do I fucking cause fucking chaos and get death threats the next fucking week. He just didn't so want I to be picked, biased. I, I, dude, I have to say, it was the goddamn fucking beers that you that you fed me. <laughs> them fucking, them loggers. Those IPAs, baby. <laughs> the fact that we can still joke about that Table Titans episode that happened two months ago <laughs> is the reason, like, it, it's fun. Like, we didn't just break down a card <laughs> and talk nonsense. Like, there was fun moments. Like, yeah. you guys give predictions. That was part of it. Remember when I bet the company against Mikey because he said that Marty Mays <laughs> is going to mount a guillotine? No, no, well, no, it was me. It was, I said he was going to fucking uh, not to bring this back because I'm probably going to get fucking death threats again for people who don't, didn't, didn't see the show. But I said fucking Casey was going to get on by, by Marty. And you said it fucking, if Marty Mighty fucking Abbas, Casey, I'll give you Cage Titans. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And Mikey <laughs> just Silva said, uh, a guillotine from top. And I'm just like, come on. And, and so it's fun. It makes it it makes it makes entertaining. Well, uh, that's, anyways, that's why I, I always having, lose money you know, on betting, because I try to bet the, these ridiculous finishes, and I never get them. <laughs> Dude, I don't call... I, 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 I have no uh, no right to be calling fights because I, I, I have no idea. I have no We're idea. Yeah. You know what? I, I People like, because I watch fights a lot, Andy loves to talk fights and break them down. I'll be honest. I don't even think about fights that way because I just want to enjoy. I want to mm. sit back and enjoy. Like, when you think about watching football, you enjoy it for what it is if you're a football fan. Yep. You know, like, for a casual fan, like, I'm not thinking of the X's and O's that's going on in Tom Brady's head. I'm just like, all right, cool. This is a good game. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. In MMA, I feel when people have too much of an analytical mind because they're, they're, they fight, they lose the enjoyment because they're like, oh, you should have done this. I should have done that. That's just not who I am. I'm like, I try to go in with an open, uh, open slate. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck's going to win, and I don't care. I'm not even going to think about trying to figure out who's going to win. I'm just going to watch it and take it as it comes. And that that's what's fun for me about the sport of MMA because, you know, I have no expectations of what's going to happen when those fights are made. And then I'm pleasantly surprised when whatever happens, happens. And I can say, ooh, I didn't see that coming because I really didn't. <laughs> well, my man, um, I'm going to let you go because we'll be here for the next yes. fucking 20 minutes. Poor um, Montreal sitting at the hotel. Fucking guy. He just texted me. I, not the blow up his spot. He's like, yo, I didn't bring a credit card. I need to put it on file for incidentals. Uh, I said, tell him to put it on mine. Oh, and they're like, well, you need to be here. So yeah, all right. All right. All right, Mike. Mike. All right, Mike. Take off, man. Um, uh, I'll be tuning in tomorrow. Shan- I'll see you this weekend. Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll be uh, checking all your shit out. We'll be sharing it. And uh, I'll, I'll see you Saturday, bro. And make sure when you post this up, like I always tell you, I feel like you forget. You post so fucking much. I can never go through all the stuff that you post. So if you post something that you that I you need me to reshare, DM me so that I re- I know to reshare because I I know how much hard work you put in and I know because I do my own podcast. It's a kick in the nuts. You have a guy on a podcast, 
you, you, you share it and you do all that work and they don't even share it on their page. Mm -hmm. So I hate to be disrespectful and do that because I know how it feels. So if there's anything that you specifically need posted, just shoot me a DM and be like, yo, hey, listen, we just put this out. Do you mind sharing if we don't? Because I don't see everything. I'm just being honest. And I, I, I don't want to discredit the work that you do because we do appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for both of your times. Thank you so much, Mike, for your time tonight and always uh, coming on the week of the fights and uh, giving your insight and giving us time, man. A pleasure as always, my man. Yep. I'll see you Saturday night and uh, let's blow the roof off Plymouth Memorial let's Hall. Let's go, guys. Oh, yeah, see Mike. You, Thanks, buddy. All right, Thank see you, man. See you Saturday, Michael. All right, there you go, my man. Um, that was awesome. Dude, good. Does, does he, you know. Guy's the man. He's fucking uh, forever. He's the guy. And just think, you know, he's on Messenger talking to other people as long. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like for like 20 hours a day. Imagine, must imagine how busy this week is for him, you know? Definitely. Yeah, he's the man. Definitely. And he's putting all that shit graphics together and mm -hmm. making sure everything's flowing. He's, he's, he's the real deal. Fucking, he's the real good deal. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Tommy, I was going to go through their Instagram page and shit like that, but uh, I don't have to. Yeah, right. We went through um, it. Went through Basically everything uh -huh. here. Um, uh, you know, one thing, you know what I'll do. You know, <laughs> one thing I'll do. I'll go to their website real quick and I'll just show their website real quick and then uh, then we'll get out of here. How's that sound? Sounds good. I'm sweating. Oh, yeah. It's starting to get a little, uh, a little hot in here. It's hot outside, man. It's a fucking heat wave. Dude, uh, you, you know how it was? I, I, I'm praying for rain again. I want. I like rain. Yeah, I mean, you know, at least Sunday twice was crazy. during the week. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it was some crazy storm Sunday. Lightning, thunder. Yeah, I lost power in here. Yeah, because I did. I started my interviews. Oh, in here, huh? In here. Yeah, I was here Sunday. Yep, and you lost and, power. Uh, in here. I got through the interview, but I started um, doing the edits, mm -hmm. and, and it all went out. It all went out. No yeah, shit. Like, you like man. thought you were at the post office? You're about to order some potty potties. No, they went mm -hmm. quick. The porta potties. They, they filled up quick. They, Shit no, enjoyed. they took them right yeah, the fuck course, out of there. Of course, yeah. They're, you in, the, in that kind of business, you got to be quick and you got to be thorough. You can't have a shitter fucking hanging around. Well, here's the thing. All right, so I'll go to Cage Titans uh, page here. Um, the thing is, we paid for all that time. We we paid for probably to have them there for a week, and they just called them and say, "Take these fucking things out of here." Day. You know what I mean? At least yeah. let me shit in it. And <laughs> you went in <laughs> each it, one and took a shit. Dirty. I went pissed on every wall, <laughs> every seat, every fucking wall in that thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's Cage Titans uh, website. Why is that so fucking? So oh, okay. Let me fix that. Fangul. Uh, yeah, you got the ticker on that thing. What do I do? What ticker do I have? See the ticker that's on that little small one. Yeah, I don't care about that. No, I'm saying that's why it looks small. Oh, now, uh, now you got no, two. A, now you got two tickers. What tickers are you talking about? The the, the thing. Yeah, so, but that's fine. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll shut it off then, Tommy. If it's fucking bothering. It's not. I'm just saying if it's so small. Um, we're gonna be here for fucking ten days. All right. So. <laughs> 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 you didn't press the button. I, I I didn't want to press the button on Michael. You know what I mean? The guy's the man. Oh you know? my I'd rather God. shoot you right. with a gun. So here's Cage Titans' uh, website. Uh, just go to it. It's uh. CagetitansFC.com. Um, they have a way to get tickets. You know, you can just click on tickets. It'll send you to the, the ticket link. Uh, if you want to get to the, the stream, you can go to the fucking where it says stream. Cage Titans tickets right there. You click on that. Uh, you can go to their media. You can go to their, uh, what's this right here? You can go to their, uh, the fight card. 
and all that good stuff. But I'm not going to go to all that because we've been here fucking all too long as it is. Yeah. So, uh, so there's the Cage Titans event right there. Um, it's a good card. Just, just come out here yep. and check things out. Yep. Look around CagetitansFC.com. And, um, You'll find everything you, you need. Know, Check out their page and shit. Mm-hmm. It'll connect you to all their social media. Get tickets uh, and go. TikTok, fucking Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. You can see their highlights. Do, do they have a TikTok? I wouldn't even Oh, know. my God. Their yeah. TikTok yeah. is huge. Is they it? get like millions and okay. millions no of uh, views on there. I yeah. believe it. Yeah. A lot, of the, a lot of the videos they put on Instagram are like cross-posts on TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. Or, or vice versa. So, oh, uh, yeah. They, they're fucking popular on, uh, on TikTok. So. All right. With that said... Um, We'll see you Saturday night. Kate's Titan 60. I'll be there with, I do believe, Lars. Yeah. Imagine if I'm the only one there. I'd be fucking... Then, then you might get beat up. Jeez, I'm not... You, you think Lars is protecting me? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever met Lars. Well, no, he's not, no, he's not he's big not or anything? He's not a fucking linebacker no. or something. You he's know not a big boy. No, he doesn't do jujitsu or nothing. No, he doesn't no, train he, or nothing. No, he doesn't train. He's mm-hmm. fucking... He'll, he'll, talk you to, he'll talk you out of a hey, fight. That, before that works. Fight. Talking out oh, of a fight. you know how many fights yeah. he's got out, yeah. he got me out of fucking on, on the internet? That's the way Lars to do it. fucking settled down some fires and shit like that. That last... Like when I was almost getting killed for fucking betting against some of our guys. Yeah. He had to like put out some fires. Well, you know, on fucking mess. Rightfully so, you know. Fucking awesome. I, I I was almost to the point I had to look under my car for bombs and shit like that. <laughs> you get the little mirror. It was that and shit. bad? And you know, it was fucking get the little mirror. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fucking casino. It's exactly, blown out right exactly. in the fucking the room podcast parking lot. Fucking <laughs> be awesome. Damn, damn. I'd be I'd All be right. collateral damage on that one. <laughs> I'm down. All right, Tommy. Anything you want to say before we no. uh, get out of here? Nope. Shout out to my man Travis, who's fighting on Cage Titan this weekend. So yeah, I was gonna mention his yeah. name and that Triforce got a representation again on the card. I think I, he's the only one. I didn't want to. No, exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to keep him. <laughs> no. On another 15 minutes. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? It's hard to get a word in me with you guys, but you know, I, yeah. I try. Jesus. I, I break through a little imagine bit. Imagine being my my girlfriend or somebody. You know, I couldn't imagine my family. That. Forget it. Forget it. All right. With that said, Tommy, okay. uh, always a pleasure. Always. Uh, Cage Titan 60, Saturday night. I'll be there. Yeah. Check them out tomorrow uh, for their press conference. It'll be a virtual one where you can call in, ask questions. That'll be cool. I'm going to try to chime uh, in on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be. I'll through, be at work. It'll probably time. be through Zoom or something like that. Yeah. Or even so, just like uh, fucking Facebook Live or Insta- Instagram or something. Yeah. You could send them a question on there yep. too. So, um, I'll be watching now, I'll be watching weigh-ins, and then I'll be at the show on, on yeah, Saturday yeah. night. So cool. uh, with that said, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Mike Polvere. Thank you, Mike Polvere, Cage Titans, and all their staff for being so kind to me and New England MMA during this uh, this fight camp, uh, sharing our stuff mm-hmm. and giving us some love. And uh, we'll see you Saturday night. With that said, Later. we the fuck out of here.